Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Dr. Cindy McGovern. Dr. Cindy, your website is drcindy.com. You're also the author of the book, Sell Yourself, How to Create, Live, and Sell a Powerful Personal Brand. I'm a huge fan of that. Dr. Cindy, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. It's great to be here today. For sure. All right, yes. Uh, Listen, can I just allow you to sell yourself uh, to us? (laughs) Absolutely. So... My whole mission in life is to take what some may see as a common thought, common thing that we should all know, but we kind of shy away from because of the word sell, right? So we all say, sell yourself, you know, sell me your idea, do this, do that. But it's that icky feeling about sales. So my whole job is to help people get over the ick factor of sales so that they can self-promote, not in a braggadocious way, but really be able to elevate the facets of their brand so that they can get what they want and help other people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think obviously there's a lot of history and a lot of baggage when we think about what sales is. I should also point out that that your other book uh, is is titled Every Job is a Sales Job and How to Use the Art of Selling to Win at Work. Um, but can I just kind of let you give us your thesis on, you know, this idea of what sales is? And again, I know sometimes it, it carries with it a lot of baggage or a lot of preconceived ideas. Maybe we've had negative sales experiences and we think, oh my gosh, I don't ever want to be that. Well, guess what? You don't have to be, but you still get to sell. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's so true. And so my whole thing is, I believe that sales is a life skill, not a business skill. I think it should be taught in high school. Do it. I mean, think about it. When you first graduate from school, what's the first thing you go do? Job interview. That's a sales conversation. You're literally selling yourself. But you're absolutely right that we all shy away from it because we've had some kind of a negative experience or we've observed negative experiences. So we've observed that pushy sales, you know, Let's just whatever it's going to take to get you to buy today. But that's really such a small percentage of actual sales professionals. We're selling our ideas. We are selling inclusiveness in terms of our friends. And we're trying to get our you know spouse to eat pizza instead of salad. Like that's a sales conversation, but we don't call it sales. So it's really about getting over that ickiness of recognizing that sales is helping others to get what they want and you get something in return. And if we can reframe it that way, I think it would allow all of us to sort of show up in a very different manner every single day when we are selling our ideas, when we are selling ourselves, when we are selling whatever product or service. And for the sales professional, we have to remember that you have to sell yourself before I'm going to buy anything else from you because it's a trust issue. So sales is truly in everything that we do. We just have to reframe that S word. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. What would you call, um, you know, sales that isn't uh, real attractive? That's, I mean, that's not sales. That's just, it's something else. It's manipulation. Yeah. It, it, that's what it boils down to. When people think about the ickiness of sales, I have kind of the avatar in my mind. I call him Tommy Two Thumbs. And he's that, you know, really pushy, hey, what's it going to take to get you in this car or whatever uh. it is? there's such a small percentage of sales pros that do that. It's really about finding a need, solving a need. And if you can't solve the need, you'll walk away and you don't make the sale. Yeah. All right. So what um, I would imagine, you know, mindset and and so forth, maybe some of the kind of the, the kind of the initial things. Let's, let's kind of now maybe provide some real practical advice for someone that's like, listen, you know, um, I am a freelancer, I'm a consultant, um, you know, and, and obviously, you know, attracting business and doing business is a big part of my ability to keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, and so what would be some good framework that we could start to build, um, you know, this idea of, of attracting that business in? So first thing is you have to recognize that nobody does this life alone. I think we all know that as grownups. But what's funny is in business, whenever we start to reach out to get someone to help us, there's this sort of pause that we feel sometimes where it's like, I don't want to impose. I don't want them to feel like I'm needy or I'm asking for something. You're not going to do it alone. I'm not going to do it alone. We're all going to help each other. And so that's what networking really is. But networking is nothing more than selling yourself. Because if I trust you, I want to be an advocate for you. I want to say, hey, I am a Josh fan. You got to check this guy out. He's awesome. And that's how you're going to start building that network and getting more and more business in the door. Because you're maybe one person, maybe you've got a team, but the whole point is to create raving fans out there who are healing you as well. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that, you know, when our hearts are in the right place and we have that authentic conversation with someone, and if in our role and in our work, our desire is just to bring value to the world, and it's possible that our product or service might be a part of achieving that outcome. It might not, but it might also be like, if I have a curiosity in, in, how I can help someone else. I mean, that's kind of how I look at this. It has nothing to do with, you know, I got to talk them into it. Whatever. It's like, that's good. The complete opposite of that. It's like, it's so what the world doesn't need is more fast talking, glitzy, bro blah, blah, blah. We don't need, we're good. What we need are, and, and, and I, what I would argue, and I'm sure you would as well, is the most successful salespeople. We do, well, I, let me not, uh, let, let me just ask the question. <laughs> the world's most successful salespeople, how would you describe their personality? How would you describe how they show up in people, people's lives? So you said a word that I talk about often, which is curiosity. So the old sales tactics were ABC always be closing. Yeah. Disagree. I think it's ABC always be curious. Because constantly curious, you're looking for a place where you can add value. You're seeking opportunity to share your knowledge, your experience, and you're also secure enough to say, I don't have a fit for you and I'm okay with that because you trusting me means more than making the sale today. Yeah. Um, Talk about, Dr. Cindy, the work that you do, like, like when you are out 
doing your work. Obviously, you've written the books and you know, kind of making an impact out, you know, through podcasting, through the media and so forth. Um, how else do you, do you work in consulting or are you working with sales teams? Are you working with sales professionals or like, what is your kind of your day to day? Yeah. So I run a consulting company and I have an online academy as well. And so what I do is I go into organizations and I basically turn everybody into a salesperson because I really do believe that every job is a sales job. And so in that, sometimes we are working directly with a sales team to help them shorten the sales cycle. And a lot of that work is around how the individual salesperson represents themselves as well as the company product or service. When we're working with what we would call a non-sales professional, meaning it's not on their business card, we're helping them get over the ick factor of selling, embrace the fact that they sell and they're good at it. I mean, let's be honest, everybody was five years old at one point. Every five-year-old mm-hmm. is a person on the planet. It's in you. We just have to tap into that. (laughs) So we tap into that inner five-year-old and then we make them that walking commercial for the organization. So it really is about creating a sales culture, but using the superpowers that each individual has within the organization. Yeah. And and how did you find yourself in this role? What was your background that uh, led you to believe, you know, I need, I need, I want, I want to be involved in improving the world in this regard. So I was a college professor before I got into consulting. So I'm art. Wow. So that's sort of the thing that the theme that goes through my entire life. But it's kind of a funny story how I ended up in sales. And now I'm known as the first lady of sales because I actually never wanted to do sales. I thought it was pushy. I thought it was icky. I thought it was a you know, manipulative thing. And just like you said, I, I am not fast talking. I'm not the back slapping kind of gal. I'm, I just want to help people. So I was in a consulting role and about six months in, I got put into a sales role and I thought, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> I'm, uh-huh. I'm not able to do this. And in that role, in a very short amount of time, what I realized is I like helping others and I just needed to find a way to bring that to my sales effort. And so I come from very much a place of abundance, not scarcity. I come from a place of gratitude that hey, I'm grateful for the opportunity to talk with you about this. If it's not a fit, that's cool too. Then you become a walking commercial, whether it worked for us that day or not. And when I realized that was sales all along, I went, I have a PhD in communication and I never learned this. Why? (laughs) Why didn't I ever learn this? And so that's when it became my personal mission to help others to get over that ick factor of sales so that they can sell themselves and get more of what they want. Yeah. Um, what is the, um, so I'm on your website right now, uh, drcindy.com. Um, so uh, up at the top, you've got the online learning Academy. Who is that for? So that is for all of the above. So it's for folks who are dedicated sales professionals. We have a course that we do specifically for salespeople. We actually are launching two more courses uh, next year for them. And then we also have the non-sales people courses, and we've got one that's specifically for a couple of industries that we work in right now, but we're launching one that's actually on this book next year that's about selling yourself to help people truly be able to bring their most amazing qualities and attributes forward at work. Well, maybe they're a little bit scared. Maybe they're a little bit shy. Maybe they're a little bit you know, humble, but that's not really helping anybody if we don't know how awesome you are. So I want to help people be able to tell their story in a different way that feels authentic to them. Yeah. That makes a bigger impact. 
And and how do you help someone overcome that that fear of like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm just bragging about myself. Like, you know, it's I don't want to come across, you know, I just don't want to come across in, in, in that negative way. Um, how do you help them break through that? So the first thing is I want them to get close to what is really most important to them and their core values and what they want their impact to be in their life. Because we're all leaving our legacy right now, whether we're thinking about that, we're not thinking about every day in the morning when I, you know, put on my shoes, I'm going, ooh, this is the legacy I'm leaving. (laughs) But in fact, it is, it's being built now. So what I get people to do is stop and kind of think about what that's going to look like and what the impact is that you want your personal brand to make on others. So it's not that I can be described as kind or generous or grateful. It's that my kindness helps others to have a vulnerability so that they can express themselves in a different way and overcome fear. That's an impact statement. So I want people to get close to that. And then all of a sudden, the mission becomes greater than the fear. Because maybe I'm shy and I don't want to say that I I do that. But when I start thinking about, wow, how I can really affect people and impact people and make their lives better, it's a totally different ballgame. Yeah. And and, and I think that you know, my impression is that I think it's pretty easy to figure out what someone's intention is or what's in their heart. I, I, I look at consumers today, uh, and I think that consumers have never been more sophisticated, never been more savvy. Um, I think that we've all quickly adapted skills to identify very quickly where someone's heart is. So, so that's the good news, right? Is that if you, in your heart, you're just a legitimately good person and you want to provide value, I feel like it's going to be easier for you as opposed to if you're a bit of a shark, it's it's going to be a little harder to cover that up than you think it is because we all know what your intention is yeah. before you even, at the moment you start speaking, we feel it. We feel what you yeah. want. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's honestly where you have to really examine how you're selling yourself because sometimes the shark doesn't know they're a shark. That self awareness that that's what they're selling, and you know maybe they do and they don't care. Okay, that's a whole that's a whole different subset. That's sort of that manipulative sales side, right? But for the regular person who really is trying to make an impact, but they're coming across wrong, that's where your personal brand really takes effect, and you have to take a kind of an honest inventory of it and go, "Ooh, I don't mean to be coming across this way. Hold on, this is not getting me where I want to go. This isn't helping anybody." I need to do a micro rebrand. And so I talk in the book too of how you rebrand and bring those multifacets of your personality and your personal brand to light. But you got to have self-awareness to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, what are the elements, would you say, of communicating our brand today? Like how, I mean, obviously social media just gives you such a great platform to, like, for example, um, you've, come up with the moniker or somehow that moniker was bestowed (laughs) upon you about being the first lady of sales. Um, That's pretty easy to remember. And I've not heard that before. You own it. (laughs) And so it's, it's hard to confuse you now in terms of like what you're known for or who you are. And it also communicates, um, you know, a bit of uh, authority in that, you know, if you're the first lady of something that's like, I I am comfortable with the work that I've put into this and the amount of impact that I've dedicated my life to, like, 
I'm okay with this. You know, it's like, you know, when, when I, I, I'm really good at a couple of, I'm really good at a, at a couple of very niche nerdy things, like maybe even one of the best on the planet at a view at a few very specific things. Now the rest, that doesn't mean the rest of the things I'm like some genius. I'm not, I'm pretty mediocre at most things. You're so funny. So but, that gives me comfort. You know where you're good. And that's, yeah. I was going to say, that gives me the clearance or comfort to be able to say, yeah, at at these niche nerdy things I've done a few thousand times, I probably am one of the best in the planet at these things. Um, I don't know that anybody wants to get to my (laughs) level of skill. It's not, it's, you know, not all sunshine and roses to get there, but um, yeah. So, so just because you say you're awesome at this one thing, it doesn't mean that you're, you know. People think you're a braggadocious because you're awesome at everything. No, it's, we're, 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 you know, we're, we, we can, we can, we can focus on, on certain things. But think about it like this. If you, if you've ever been in a business setting or even just in a personal setting and you're sitting there and you're talking to a friend and then they're like, oh, I didn't know you did that. I didn't know you were like the world's most foremost expert at blank, blank, blank. How can they advocate for you if they didn't know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How can they tell others who you might be able to help if they didn't know? And so you're not doing anybody any favor by hiding those secrets of your expertise. And that's where we have to think about it differently in terms of how we show up in the world and how we're actually sharing our, I call them your superpowers in the book, because they are, everybody's got those, but we were kind of taught in a lot of societies, camp those down. You're not, you know, you're, you're not supposed to brag. I say, you, you know, shout it from the hilltops if it's going to help another person. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for, um, you know, thank you for advising people to to live their greatness. You know, I, and I, you know, there's so many, you know, inspirational quotes about that. You know, uh, you know, the the Marianne Williamson one, right? The, uh, you know, or even, you know, just a Seneca, you know, just like, if not me, who, if not now, when, you know, it's just like, you know, step into that greatness because we, we need people that shows courage to be able to do that. And it's really inspiring. So I just want to say thank you so much, Dr. Cindy, for helping people realize just how incredible they are. And that that's what I see you doing. That is honestly so important to me because I have had so many mentors and people in my life that have pointed out potential that I didn't know I had. And sales was one of them. When, when that boss put me into that role, I was like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be so bad. <laughs> but it turned out that they saw something in me that I didn't. And I think that that's where we also can help others too, is if you see something in another person, tell them that, help them to see that talent and that work. And then hopefully that person will start to own it. And hopefully that person will be willing to bring it to others and to share it with others. And especially in a business setting too, you don't, I I tell my clients, my coaching clients, I'm like, you don't get any points for not being the smartest person on this call. That's not I should not be the smartest person here. I am the coach. You are the athlete. You're the one on the field every day. You're the one that should be the best. So why are we not coaching our friends and our colleagues in the same way? Yeah. Dr. Cindy, your website, drcindy.com. That's D-R-C-I-N-D-Y.com. We've got a link to that. When somebody goes there, what would you recommend that they click on? Where, where do they go? What's the next step? 
The first thing is I would love for them to click on the book itself. So the link to the books, that's where you'd go because you're going to see which book is for you and maybe it's both, but it's really about if you're that non-salesperson, just get to that point where you recognize every job is a sales job. And if you are really over that fear, now it's time to bring your own superpowers to the world and sell yourself every day. Create, live, sell that most powerful personal brand to help others and help yourself to get closer to your own goals. I love it. Dr. Cindy McGovern, thank you so much for joining us again, drcindy.com. Thanks, Dr. Cindy. Thank you, Josh. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.